Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Dotson, and my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. Hey, Gary Price. How's it going? It's going swell because we're talking wide receivers. Dynasty wide receivers. Good catch. And we're talking buys. Yeah. Good buys. Best buys. We'll sell you TVs. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're doing today. Sure, why not? So I know last week we said we do the sells uh, on the free show. We then we pivoted because we got a lot of stuff to talk about when it comes to sells on the Nerd Herd show. So you got to tune into that by yep. joining the Nerd Herd. Pivot. Get in there. Pivot. So, you know, I mean, wide receiver is, you know, the dynasty, like, core. Like, you know, like if 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 the world was dynasty, the core, the, the hot magma, the molten, yeah, that's the center metal. And then you know, it just kind of unless it was super flex. That's <laughs> the core. What world is this? This is a multiverse of oh, yeah. dynasty leagues. Yeah, for sure. There's different dimensions. Yeah. It's from out here. For, so for if Rogan. it's a standard league, the core is running back. No, it's still wide receivers. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you still like. I haven't played standard league so long. I honestly don't even know. I, I wouldn't even know what to tell you. Yeah, I don't even remember too. I remember back in the day when somebody was like, dude, we should make this league a PPR league. I was like, what? what? You like give somebody one point for just catching a football? For just catching? It's like, yeah, man, it's going to be the way of the future. I'm like, what? <laughs> no way. Yeah. And right now, I would never play. Our, uh, Dennis Bennett gets, gets some. Like, I play standard. And he's in like one league. One league, league I, know. I know. He makes it sound like that's all he plays. Right. It's a di- It's got to be some old dinosaur right. league that just never changed the rules. I know a guy that only, uh, plays in a touchdown only league. That's the I only way to get points. <laughs> How can we make this as boring as possible? Right. Touchdowns only. Oh, Jamal touchdowns. Williams, the number one overall player in 2023. Oh, 2022. Talk about, talk about a monster, right? Yeah, for sure. So it's like, but even now, like, I don't want to like join any leagues that aren't super flex tight and premium. Right. Like, I know you want like, like, oh, dude, this is just a one QB league. Like, oh man. All right. I'll do it. Wait on quarterbacks for five, eight, eight seven <laughs> rounds now. Um, it does. So, it does give you different strategies for sure. Yeah, we're gonna talk about some wide receivers that we think are quality buys, and you know, when it, when it comes to buying receivers, it's just about timing. It's everything, <laughs> even with the sells. Like even some of the guys I'm gonna talk about as sells in the next episode. Like I like the players. It's just I think the ADP and the value is a little bit just not, you know they don't higher. Little wonky. And I'll explain myself. I'll give reasoning. Yeah, you know, I'll talk about it like it's like a podcast. Oh, that hey, makes sense. Here's right. my opinion. This would be a good format for a podcast. Tune in. Yeah. What talking dynasty fantasy football? So before we get out there, I gotta tell you guys about a great way to win three million dollars. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three million. Can you use it? Tell like, me more. Yeah, oh, dude, I would just love to be able to talk dynasty every day. For I mean, not everybody listening would like that, but like, if you give me three million dollars, I'm doing dynasty <laughs> every oh, single day. Dude. So please go to my GoFundMe. Uh, the goal is three million dollars. <laughs> Actually, just two million. My wife will let me quit my job. Two million two bucks. Millions. Yeah. Yeah. Make it four so we can both quit. And yeah, let's make it four. Six. Six would be Gary. better. <laughs> All right, Gary. Gary's I mean, at least four. All right. <laughs> yeah. Four and a half. <laughs> We're going to start a GoFundMe. Actually, I'm not, te- some more. I'm not technically advanced enough to start a GoFundMe. <laughs> Somebody start a GoFundMe for, for me. me right? We for have me. an entire site, but we can't figure out GoFundMe. We are obviously not the technical ones behind the site. God, I wish I was friends with Jeff Bates. Like, Jeff, come on, listen. We got an audience. All we need is the finance, and we can do a show every day. Every day. Yeah, you know Howard Stern? We'll be the Howard Stearns of rate of Dynasty Fantasy Football. 
Well, that's my cell. There, there you go. go. We could be the Howard Stearns. I could be the Howard Stearns. <laughs> I mean, it is with your host, Rich Dotson, and nobody else. You'd be Fred Norris, and he'll be Robin Quivers. (laughs) (laughs) Sexy man over there. But let me tell you how to win $3 million first. That's how we start this. I'm doing this, and I have a chance. So, like, I might win $3 million. And if you want to do, all you got to do is go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app right now. It's the easiest way to go play fantasy football and best ball fantasy. Best ball, remember, is when you just draft a team, which is that biggest fun of all of it, and that's it. You just play that sets your best lineup every single week for you. You draft and forget it. Then every week you're checking to see where you go. And right now, the chance to win the $3 million is it's only $25 to enter, and they have $15 million in total prizes. So you don't want to miss out on that part, and it's best ball. So it, it's really easy to, to do. You just get in there, you draft, and you let it go, and you hope you win $25 million. And what it is is you go on there, you draft, download the app, and you can enter the best ball man tournament, uh, try and win the big bucks, or you can just play with friends. You could draft six people leagues, three people leagues, and you can play for as little as $3 as well. And you know th- we all know... You know, dynasty startups are fun because of the draft. We know we play redraft. Most of us now is just to have fun and draft players that we don't have on our dynasty squads. At least that's what I do. Um, so it's just that fun thing to do in draft. And you go on, you go flat, quick drafts, or you can do the eight-hour clock drafts, which are the slow ones. And that's why I always enter because every single time, and I did it again, I enter the quick draft. Like, then you miss a couple picks. Then I get a text or something. No, and I, literally, I entered best ball mania one, twenty-five bucks, right? Uh-huh. Best ball mania. I get a text. I text back, I text back, I text back, I text back. That's and all then text like, backs. Literally yeah. five, six minutes later, I'm going, oh, I did it again, didn't I? I go under, whole team drafted. Whole, whole team. team drafted. So I'm a slow guy. I need a slow draft guy. You need to be a slow so, draft. I do one after the other. So get on there, check them out. Underdog Fantasy, right now, Best Ball Mania. And they have all the, like, they have the big dog, the little dog, the poodle, all that to win, like, you win $100,000. All these different contests down there. Go on there, check it out. It's more than football, but I only care about football because that's, that's my that's your thing. Yeah, yeah, that's my thing. And right now, it's a really great promo by using a promo code NERDS. If you sign up, use the promo code NERDS, they're going to match your first deposit up to $100. But on top of that, you're going to free one-year membership to the Dynasty GM and the Nerd Herd, and all you have to do is deposit $10. That's it. $10, you support them, you support us, you win $3 million, we're all happy. And if you're even a Nerd Herd member already, we'll send you a shirt, the most awesome. comfortable shirt in the world, guaranteed to increase 19. your sex life by at least, at least 10%. Okay, yeah. Promise, Rich Dotson guarantee. That's a Rich Dotson guarantee. So, underdog fantasy promo code, nerds, get rich, get sexy, get in the Nerd Herd. I wear mine almost every day. I know, look at you. Yep. Jealous. We're twinning today. Yeah, we are. Yeah, I wonder why. Please, everyone, the say bears. that I wore it better. The Thanks. bears. The bears, the bears, the bears. <laughs> Your wife will. <laughs> Maybe. Probably not. Just get a good look at this hunk of meat over here. All right, so. That's sexual harassment. Sure the heck is. <laughs> now show me your nipples. I can only say that because you won't sue me. That's true. <laughs> and I would never say it to anybody else because they would sue me. That's true. Garrett, show me your nipples. <laughs> I don't wear a dress shirt today. my lawyer. My wife literally said as I went down, she was like, I think I can see your nipples. And I'm like, lucky. <laughs> and I walked out the door. Uh, she does not think I'm funny. <laughs> but, but we do. So well, She's got to listen to those dumb jokes until I die. Until <laughs> death. Hopefully that's a part. long time. <laughs> so why, why receiver buys, right? So it's we're trying fine. to find value because 
we all need a good wide receiver on our team. Like you don't have enough of them. They're flex spots. They're they're trade bait. They lo- need lots of good. I mean, if you're going to be a championship team, you need three or four good wide receivers. Easily, easily. Yeah, I'm Probably in this. Five, right? I'm, we're doing a dynasty uh, kings classic where if you know the king classic leagues, they've all been redraft leagues. I've been lucky enough to commission, be the commissioner of the first dynasty kings classic. Yeah, league. you and have. You know, I invited all the big hitters in the business. You know, Ryan McDowell, Rich Rebar. We, we'd already talked about this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not 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 too long ago. And I, I took, for the first time ever, I took the one quarterback, and then I took three wide receivers right afterwards. Tight end bang, premium. Bang, bang. Didn't take a tight end. Didn't take a second quarterback. Drake London, CeeDee Lamb, Devontae Smith. Like, I feel really not good in about that order. Because it's, no, not in order. But it's, it, I had a 112. But that, that core, I know, gives me a safe zone of where I'll always be able to find value at receiver late in a draft or rookie drafts. Mm-hmm. And I could always trade one of those guys and get whatever I want afterwards outside of probably quarterback. Sure. Um, if I could hit on other receivers. So the receiving core, like I said before, is like that core, of that dynasty team, because it's the most consistent position you're going to have on your roster, right? The one that's going to finish where they normally finish pretty consistently, right? Like There's Justin a- Jefferson probably a wide receiver one for nine 10 yeah. years. Which is, it's the exact opposite of the running backs that we're always talking about. It's like a revolving door of the top sure. the top 12 guys. It's, it is it is pretty consistent year in and year out. Who's going to be a wide, wide receiver one? There's always a couple of guys kind of shuffling yeah, in and out. In there. But two or three, it's not like the entire thing except for two or three guys. You know what I mean? Right. And that's which, what you want. You want – and if you can build that core, it takes so much pressure off. Like me having those three receivers means like I haven't drafted another receiver yet which I will, but like, I'll probably get like a sky more, an older guy, you know, the guys I could take some risk on. And then in the rookie drafts, take risk on because I know for the next seven years, those guys are locked in. Right. Like I don't have to, I just have to worry about bye weeks and injuries. That's it at my receiver position. And the same thing again, it's like getting a young quarterback and super flex, why it's so valuable. Like mm-hmm. the pressure of not having to find one, in the draft or make moves or trades. Like, it's so nice and let you focus on and what you want to be able to do is focus on that running back position, right? Yep. The quick trades for the older guys, like right now getting like we talked about buys last week to Dalvin Cooks to Joe Mixon's, those kind of players which are cheaper and you can fill in, plug and play and compete for ships. And then obviously in your rookie draft, you want to be in a position to go out, draft a guy, plug and play him, and go from there. So getting a good young receiver is huge. And sometimes you can find value at for trading for a receiver. It's out there. It's not all, and it's hard to do because those windows are like open and shut as they, you know, in, in quick years. So to be able to find a young receiver and trade for them, like we're not going to come on the show and say, if everybody's listening and you're a contender, it should be clearly evident. Like go out there and trade for Devontae Adams, trade for Keen Allen. Sure. Like Keen Allen's probably the best one. Uh, Tyreek Hill, now he's only playing for two years. There's probably a, a dip there. Um, all those older receivers, of course, we're gonna you know, we're not gonna come out here and say go buy those players. Sure, they're, they're they're clear as day. I think some of the players we're gonna talk about are guys that are you could buy if you're in the, like you're starting to turn around, and you're not in complete rebuild mode, um, or you're a contender. So that Tyreek one, I want to go back to that. I know I know you were just kind of using that as an example. I was looking into him today mm-hmm. for this buy sell show, just sure. just doing some research and whatnot. He, I think there's a team option for 2026 on there as well. So I think, I mean, I know he said uh, once this, once this contract's done, I'm out. And everyone is assuming 2025 is the year he's done. Oh, but there's a team option. There's a team option. It could be a third year. So there might be a third year. Secret on third year. Secret third year on there. So bye, 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 bye. He might be a sneaky buy. Oh, he might be a sneaky buy. Because he might have a third year on there. Well, Devontae's probably got two more years. You. I know. I should have said that. But well, you know, 
We got other guys. We got it. Yeah, we got other guys. I was going to say, I had like we got the six different out. players that I could have picked as my buy. So I'm going to lead off with my favorite buy. Favorite buy. And that's Chris is Godwin. He, is he your favorite Williams? No, Williams? Favorite Williams. He doesn't even remember the no. joke. That's he okay. doesn't even remember. The Javante Williams remember the cursive Javante Williams? that I thought oh, said your favorite Williams that I yeah. thought said favorite. I just drafted Javante Williams. <laughs> Did you in the in the uh, in the uh, Kings Classic? It's the same one you were just talking about. Same yeah, my first share ever of all time. It feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, not really yeah. to be honest with it you. Like, I don't love it. <laughs> I'll say it's. I'll say it feels the value's good for you. there. Like I probably won't be able to use them this year, but like the value's there. You know, ACLs are. You got to wait a year. He's, he's gonna. So he's gonna and speaking of ACLs Washington. and wait a year, Chris Godwin. Godwin, right? Like. So Chris Godwin, he played last year, ended up being wide receiver 19 overall. Uh, wide receiver 17 in points per game, averaged 14.9 points per game, which which was I find overly impressive because, well, one, they threw a ball a ton uh, with Tom Brady, but like coming off that, like he made a miraculous comeback to you know come back from the ACL to even be ready, makes that big comeback. Obviously, then that first week hurts his ACL and he's out for a couple of games. Ben comes back in. Was that it? It was a retweak of the ACL. Oh, the hamstring. I'm okay, sorry. I was going to say I didn't think it was a retweak. Yeah, but. came back from the ACL. Okay. Then he hurt his hamstring. Missed the first two weeks. And we're like, oh great. You know, after that, after some people didn't even think he'd be able to start the year because the ACL. But I ended up finishing the year as wide receiver 19. Um, like I said, wide receiver 17 in points per game. But if you also look at Chris Godwin from weeks nine to 18, the second half of the year, he was wide receiver eight overall in PPR leagues. This is a guy who's only 27, won't be till 28 until the season's over. He signed through 2024. And when you look at him over the last couple of years in 2021, he would last year, he was wide receiver 15. He's wide receiver eight though, on points per game basis, 17.3 points per game. And if you actually go back, like he was wide receiver 15, but if you go through the weeks he actually played, one through 15, which was when he tore his ACL, he was wide receiver six overall. In 2020, he was wide receiver 31 overall, but on a points per game basis, wide receiver 15. He missed four games that year as well. And of course, we all remember 2020, uh, 2019, his sophomore year, where he was wide receiver two overall, yeah. averaging 19.7 points per game. So, you know, with a little bit, with the quarterback change, no more Tom Brady. Uh, with what some consider him being wide receiver 19, uh, a down year, him only being 27, he's one of my absolute favorite buys in Dynasty right now because he's always been really consistent when he's on the field, producing top 10 fantasy wide receiver numbers. And right now, to get that kind of player that put up that kind of production, you know, outside the big guys, like, you have to overpay. And right mm -hmm. now for Chris Godwin, you could probably get him from... So basically, if I had picked one seven on, right? Like I just, I was in the playoffs, I lost. Um, or I was in a play, if you play in my league and you pick seven, that means you won your uh, toilet bowl playoff league, which is, should be every rule in every league, by the way. Yes, um, love that rule. Yeah, so it right now from one seven to one twelve, you could probably get Chris Godwin for that pick. And he's a fantastic advert uh, any team that's like right there in the middle, they're going on. You're getting a guy you probably put in your roster for at least the next three years and give you worst case scenario, wide receiver two numbers. Like his years where he gets hurt and he misses time or he tears ACL and starts off slow. He's still a mid range to high end wide receiver. And, that, two. and that's the thing with, with Godwin. It's always been his availability. You know, he, right. he always misses time when he's there. He's usually doing very good things it, it is you're going to miss chunks of time so you have to almost work around that and, and kind of know that's built into his game you have, you're going to be missing a, a chunk of games here and there and, and as long as he's not your number one guy correct 
I think you can get you can work around that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If he's your number one guy, you're going to have a hard time with that, and you're going to have a hard time, you know, being a championship caliber, you know, team because you're just, it's just there's that little bit of unknown with him. There's always a risk of an yeah. injury guy, right? Um, and, and you're right; that's always going to be the risk for him. But you do, like you said, you want him to be your wide receiver two, and hopefully you buy him as your wide receiver three if you're starting to be contended. Like, say you have a couple older guys, say you have Ross, St. Brown, Tyreek Hill, and then your third wide receiver is. You know, I don't know. Donovan Peoples. I don't, that's a terrible Michael thing. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Yeah. Someone was like, Chris Godwin's a great go out there and get. I mean, I'd be actually comfortable if I had like pick 12. Like, I'd give, I'd give 212 and 112. Like, no problem for Chris Godwin. Me personally. Which might I don't seem think like. That's a bad deal. Was, was good. Something like, oh, two, a first and a second. Yeah. It's two late picks. If I have one seven, I'm right. giving up straight up. Right. Because, like, if I'm in mid range, like, rather I take Jordan Addison and wait a couple years for him to develop or rather I get Chris Godwin and throw him in, in there. And with Baker Mayfield, if it all works out for Baker Mayfield in Tampa Bay, then obviously Chris Godwin's golden, right? For sure. And if it doesn't, that's the big question mark. Guess what? They'll have a new quarterback in 2024, anyways. He is and on the franchise tag too, so he could be on a different team anyway. Who? Chris Godwin. Is he on the franchise? No, tag he's resigned. Oh, did they sign him? He signed through 2024. Oh my yeah, bad, I missed that. He signed a three-year deal. Okay, so he's actually signed all the way through next year as well. Okay. And what Baker Mayfield does is actually come in. Like Baker Mayfield somewhat hurts like Mike Evans, right? Like Mike Evans that deep threat go out big. Uh, time throw where big bigger Mayfield's a lot more comfortable uh, with the shorter passes out there. And that's where Chris Godwin's going to come in and win. You know, I'm not a big Rashad white guy this year too. I think this team is going to be, you know, try to run the football, but they're going to end up having to throw the football and Chris Godwin's going to be the benefit of that. So even though he didn't look himself a hundred percent early in the year last year, and it took him a little time to develop, always remember that this is something that the, the, the ACL, it's always a year afterwards. And something that's going to come in and average about 16 to 17 points per game, that is dynasty gold. Yep. It really is. It's that high-end wide receiver two window, and that's where you win mm-hmm. in dynasty getting those kind of guys. We, me, we've been talking about that for years, those high-end wide receiver twos that get diminished. Let me ask this question because I'm 100% with you. I think Chris Gowan's a really good buy. I bought him last year. I was glad I did. My only like small nugget of concern, other than you know Baker, if it works out or not, is he had a really, really high uh, target number last year. He was actually sixth overall in target uh, targets per game. Uh, so are we worried a little bit that they're not going to throw the ball a ridiculous amount like they did with Tom Brady last year, that that nine and a half targets per game, which is really high, goes closer to like seven and a half per game, and then we don't have quite the, the target numbers that we did before. 142 is what he had last mm-hmm. year. Um, I think he's the number one on the team. I mean, obviously you have Mike Evans there too. And I think the team's going to know their two best weapons are going to be the receivers, right? right? And they also have Russell Gage there. So I'm not going to, and they're paying him okay money. So I'm not going to throw him to the wayside, but they're, but do you, I mean, I don't believe in Rashad white enough to think that's going to be their ground. Like that's what they're going to go with. And, right. and, and Raheem, you know, he's, he's coaching for his job. So it's not like he's going out there just to tank it up. Right. Oh, no, they, in, he's got to win or he's done. They're in the NFC. So that's another positive. There's, there's easy wins there, so they should be yep. in a lot of games as well. In today's NFL, you're going to throw the football. And they're going to want to see what they have in Baker Mayfield, too. They need a quarterback. So they're going to give him a legit chance. I know the first day of OTAs, he took 70% of the first-team snaps. So, yeah, I mean, there's a concern there. But, I mean, we could say the same concern with any like anybody as a fresh quarterback, you sure. know, like that's coming in here. So, no, because I think, I think the talent is there. And I think the talent will rise to the top. And just like he did it with, you know, he did it with Jameis Winston, you know, like yeah, it's, he can come out and, and make Baker Mayfield better. And Art, you could argue this is going to be Baker Mayfield's best receiving core he's ever played with. 
I mean, I think <laughs> their top two guys are better than anyone, any other top two guy. I mean, he played with Odell and, and Jarvis, but these, these two they guys are on the same page at right, all. Right. These, these two guys I think are better. I mean, it's, we'll see if, if he gets on the same page with Mike Evans and, and, and what's his name here? Uh, it, <laughs> what's his name that we're talking about? The, well, the, the guy with the, the, God, the, the God, hands. The and God the, and the wind uh, and uh, the Godwin guy. Godwin, yeah. Godwin. I mean, I know everybody wants to go out and like, buy a 25-year-old good sure. receiver. But it's the price tag is ridiculous. It's not like, worth it. You're giving up. Like you're literally subtract unless you drafted really well in a lot of picks, you're like you're subtracting from your team pretty drastically. They'll get like an Amon Ross St. Brown. And Godwin would be this guy that's like ridiculously overpriced if it wasn't for the fact that he misses time. Mm-hmm. And and you know, like that that's that's his deal. That's what that's why you're getting him at a reduced price. When he's there, he produces. He's and you're fine. That's what you're looking for, right? Yeah, like absolutely. that's why there's outlaw outlet malls that exist. Like you're looking for that bang for your buck, that good deal. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I know. I know he came out five drafts ago, but wow, it's not, boy, is this on sale for a third of the price? <laughs> it's still in style. And you're looking for that. And that's, <laughs> and honestly, like, like when you play dynasty, that's what like, that's what I'm doing. Like that, everybody's right. like, Oh, my first, my rookie, my rook. Like your first should be like, whatever you can do to make your team better. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's what, that's what, that's what they're for. So once you're outside that top seven and you're a playoff team and contender, you're looking for people to help you take that next step. For the most part, rookie receivers, rookie tight ends, and rookie quarterbacks aren't helping you take that step. So if you need receiver help, this is the move. It's my number one dynasty uh, wide receiver buy. Matt, what are you going with? All right, I'm going to move on to um, a a guy that that actually was on the move this past offseason, Elijah Moore. So right now he's sitting at 115 uh, as far as our ADP, which is good for wide receiver 48 off the board. Say what? Say what? 23 years old, obviously um, former second round draft pick. Um, He just turned 23 as well. So he's a, he's a young 23. Um, Last year finished as wide receiver 80, obviously not great numbers. Um, There were big time issues between him and Zach Wilson. Uh, when Zach Wilson started a game, um, our, our guy Elijah Moore here averaged 3.67 fantasy points per game on 2.55 targets. And there were a couple of games where he didn't get targeted at all. And, you know, there was back and forth, like after games. He you, should demand a trade. Back and forth in the ball. Uh, right. Um, in games, you know, it wasn't like amazing when Elijah Moore got, you know, uh, or a different quarterback was there. I think he averaged eight fantasy points a game, but there was obviously an uptick. You know what I mean? Uh, and he got uh, almost, he only got almost six targets a game w- with the other quarterbacks, Mike White and um, Joe Flacco. Flacco. Um, so it was much better. And, and, but obviously he need, he's like a classic guy, high, high second round draft pick, flashed big time, right? At the end of his rookie season, God. he was wide receiver three overall. Right, he had like four hundred. Amazing. I'm I'm missing the stats here. I lost them somewhere. Four hundred fifty nine yards and five touchdowns in in six games until he he tweaked a I think it was a quad and he it, missed week seventeen eighteen. Yeah, it was like even before that because it was like weeks like seven through. It was it was a six game stretch and he scored. Yeah, it was just a month. Seven he, through and like he just 13, went berserk. Eight through fourteen in, in, in his rookie season, four hundred fifty nine yards, yeah. five touchdowns in six games, and then he then he tweaks it. I remember because he was wide receiver three overall. He, PPR he tweaked a quad, and he missed the rest of the season. So that was 2021. 2022 was the debacle I had already just talked about him right. and him and Wilson not being on the same page. So. A guy with talent. Uh, I mean, undeniable. I think going back to college, we all liked him very much. Love him. Yeah. Um, so he gets a change of scenery. And it wasn't like 
This wasn't like a throwaway trade. This Not was at all. The Browns gave up their second round draft pick, 42nd overall. That was their, their first pick in this draft. It was. And they got a third round pick back, but it was like this number 74 pick. So, I mean, that's a big time jump when that's your first pick to go from 42 all the way back to 74. Um, so they obviously saw something they liked. They loved him during that draft. They want him during his draft as well. Right. So, so I think it makes a lot of sense that they're bringing on a guy that they really like, but also if you dig in a little bit, you know, it looks like right now he's in a pretty crowded room. It's got Donovan Peoples Jones who kind of is, is starting to emerge a little bit and look like a, look like a guy that can play a little bit in the NFL. Sure. And obviously Amari Cooper's there who, who is the veteran. Yeah. The, the big time guy there. Um, but when you dig in a little bit, you you look at um, Amari Cooper's uh, contract and, and I think they'll probably make it work, but there's there's a potential out there next year where they can save about twelve million bucks against the cap if they if they get rid of Amari Cooper, who's twenty nine or is going to be twenty nine, you know, next month and going to be getting close to thirty, sure. uh, you know, next season, and they could save twelve million without without making it a, a post June first cut and eighteen million against the cap if they make him a post June first cut next year. So this is a guy that he could be the the next guy up and and Donovan Peoples Jones is in the last year of his deal as well so potentially you're looking at a guy Elijah Moore that right now is going dirt cheap on our, on our trade finder it's Elijah Moore in a third for a second right and stuff like that i mean like i saw that which is just what happened in the real draft too exactly i got <laughs> him i got him rather straight to brown for 2 seconds elijah two moore seconds. and a third for gabe davis like they, 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 those are just ridiculous trades for in my opinion Absolutely. anyway for a guy that could be looking himself as the number one option in an offense that has uh, Deshaun Watson, hopefully gets it turned around. Um, and it's going to be him and like Cedric Tillman there next yeah. year. I mean, that that's, that could be potentially the wide receiver duo. That is the starters, uh, the starters here in Cleveland. And you know, there's other guys there, Anthony Schwartz, David Bell, the guys they're that filler, uh, they're filler. Oh, Schwartz ain't making the roster. They're fillers. And, and I wrote it, I wrote in my notes. I wouldn't be surprised if, if, Schwartz is gone and maybe even David Bell if he doesn't start producing. I think I think really them kind of drafting these past couple of years and, and continuing to draft guys and and bringing this guys. This is the third year in a row they've drafted a third round receiver. Like right, they they haven't been happy with their production. They there. really have not. So I, it just all spells to me like great value, young player. Loved him, loved him coming out of the draft, and and now you dig into the numbers a little bit as well, which is always something I like to do. The Browns only have six million dollars right now of cap space. They're they're they've been eating away. They used to be, you know, three four years ago, they were one of these teams that had the top amount, and they've been chipping away, chipping away, chipping away, getting more and more. And you know, they got uh, Wills on the fifth year option, but that his cap it goes from six million dollars this year to fourteen next year. So there's so there's some guys taking some big jumps. They got to get Newsom signed, the the first round cornerback. Um, so it's it's one of these things where. They might be looking for space, and it, they might find it at the wide receiver position. Yeah, but it might be what, what they'll do is they'll cre- they'll keep reworking Sean Watson's deal every single year. They'll probably redo Miles. Uh, they'll probably Miles probably get his deal redone. Maybe get some fake years added onto it or years added onto it. We're, the caps can go up 
significantly yeah. these next couple of years. Worst case scenario, he's still the number two option to Amari yeah. Cooper, who's going to be 30 next year. So which, my, which to me is still a good scenario for a player right. like this. That's only 23 years old. And I, and I love that. I, I, I personally believe that Amari will be back next year. I think he's too good not to come back yeah. at that price. I get $20 million. I think it's a really good deal for a number one receiver. So I do think he'll come back. But that's no negative against, and I'm with you, my Elijah Moore. I think what that does is give Cedric Tillman time to see if he can develop the next two years to take over to be that outside receiver for Mari Cooper. And I think Elijah Moore would be locked in in the, in the slot. I mean, you could probably put him outside as well. Love this tape. Love his, love his ability versus man coverage to get open consistently. Um, love his hands. I mean, we, we talked about when he's coming out, like this guy was able to make catches like when the ball is on the ground, like his hands right. are unbelievable. And he's going to need that. And you know, like <laughs> you, <laughs> and you mentioned that the, what they gave up for him, this is a team. They were really big on Elijah coming out of college as well. That this is like they have two years. Look at him. He's probably in their long term plans as yeah. signs out. So he'll probably get that extension at some point as well if he could show up, which I think he will, because um, I believe in a player. And so, he's got this year and next year on his rookie deal still. Correct. So, so, so I mean, we talked about. I think we talked before. Like you hope, like for me personally as a Browns fan, like the way I hope it turns out is Cedric Tillman and Elijah Moore are the future receiving core of the Browns. Like that's how you hope. Like four years from now, what it looks like. So for the price tag, like you mentioned, I got them after news break for two seconds. Like if you're getting a, a guy like this with the out, like the potential to be the number two option and a, and a, a team that's going to throw the football a ton. Um, remember probably, you know, Nick Chubb's probably got two more years um, left. So a team that already plans going this year to throw a football a ton. The Browns offense play is planned out to look completely different in 2023. They really do want to throw the football a ton. That's one of the negative things you say about Chubb. It's just he wins no matter what. Um, so I think it's great value. Yeah. The the big thing for me here is just the guys around him, ADP wise, I would just prefer him over a lot of the guys in the range. The receivers going right before him, Marvin Mims, Rashi Rice, like, both nice upside players, but we have no idea what we're getting out of them. We haven't seen him touch a field yet. And we had questions about, you know, some of the things on their tape. Uh, Marvin Mims is in a little more crowded room. And then right after him, Gabe Davis and Jaden Reed. So it's just a lot of like, what if players and, and Elijah Moore is too. Elijah Moore is absolutely a what if player, but there's a much clearer path to what he could be. And we've at least seen those moments of he looks really good. Will it, will it all come together? We'll have to wait and see. That's why he's down this far. But we've at least seen it on tape. We've seen him win, like Matt said, in a six-week span in the NFL. Yep. So, like, we know he can do it at the NFL level. It's just about opportunity. And it's every player, like, you want to be in position to win. Like, just because, you know, like, Tim Patrick is a fine NFL receiver. <clears throat> but he's the third, maybe now fourth option in Denver. You know what I mean? So, it does, same thing. Like, Donovan Peoples is a fine okay receiver, but like he's not a fancy winner and that's what we're trying to look for here. Right. And that's what Elijah Moore is in position to do. Garrett, who do you got? All right. So uh, we mentioned it earlier on the show, but Matt and I are both wearing bears, bears. Uh, attire here. Bears. There's a reason is because we're going to, we're going to be debating a little bit here on this player because it's a player that I've liked. Rich has liked, loved, uh, Don't like love. Matt is not very fond of this player. Uh, just lukewarm. Just that's dude, generous. He, dude, he hates DJs and he, he doesn't need more. He needs less. That's right. So <laughs> uh, I'm going from one more to another more. More to more. We're going with DJ Moore. Uh, my so, more's better. <laughs> is he? Not really. More like is DJ he? less. Not really. So DJ Moore last year, wide receiver 24, currently going off uh, in our 
ADP as wide receiver 60, or sorry, 66 off the board, wide receiver 25. So he's basically going very similar to where he finished last year. It's a wide receiver three. So you're getting him right now as a wide receiver three. Now, this is a player that is in the prime of his career right now. Was traded from a young upside or a bad team, not a great situation, to a team with a young upside quarterback that maybe has a little bit of question marks about passing the football, but we've seen be a dynamic playmaker. We've seen a very similar trend play out twice in very recent memory with the Buffalo Bills, a young quarterback that was good at running the football, question marks about throwing the football. They added Stefan Diggs to this mix. All of a sudden, great passing offense. Bam! Last year. A.J. Brown goes to the Philadelphia Eagles to a quarterback that had question marks about him throwing the football, but they really needed that number one playmaker. All of a sudden last year, they, Bam, they drafted Devontae Smith. Bam. They also drafted <laughs> Devontae Smith. Uh, I think we could see a similar situation play out. Now, I think it would be a little bit of a pipe dream to say that he's going to put up the exact numbers that A.J. Brown and Stefan Diggs put up their first season. Dude, then call me Mario you, Brothers because I'm missed all the draw. You, the you draw. moved, oh, I draw. Oh, I'm dead. Yeah, you, yeah, I, I got, got you, man. Sorry. Dang it. Well, you can keep talking. No, uh, no after you, after uh, you. <laughs> I'm, I'm deceased. Uh, but uh, I, think, I think we could see something very similar play out. There have been very little in the receiving options uh, there for Justin Fields. It's once again another player that's in the second year of the same offense with the same coordinators, and now you're adding in this new piece. A lot of things that I really like. And, and one of the biggest questions people were like, but DJ Moore's going to an offense where – the, I don't know how many targets he's going to get. They don't throw the ball a lot. Well, it can't get a lot worse. He only averaged 6.9 targets per game last year. Hardly anything for a player of that caliber. Still put up nearly 900 yards and seven touchdowns. He's been a very consistent why he was wide receiver 24 last year, very consistent wide receiver too, but he could, if everything goes right, get bumped up to that high end wide receiver two and maybe even a wide receiver one this year. Yeah, I'm all in. So if you debate. No, no. Here's the deal. I'm finally on board with where this guy's getting what? drafted and everything. <laughs> that I, I like him. You know what I mean? Like, so Look at this. It, it was when DJ Moore was getting pumped up as this, like he was going as like wide receiver 10. That's where I had an issue because he wasn't that, he wasn't there yet for me. I can take him back. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and, I, and I'll, I, could. I will have an issue with somebody taking him as the wide receiver. I just don't, sure. I just don't think he's, he's there yet. Could he get there with this combination? Sure. Anyone that gets pumped enough targets can do that and be that good. He's a fine player. I just don't think he's an excellent player, which is where he was kind of getting pushed up to. To be fair, the Stefan Diggs, DJ Moore parallels in this situation are hilarious because they that are. was a guy you hated. He got traded to a young quarterback. That no, I was, get it. It's really funny. I get it. Lightning only strikes once, though. Let me. Can I ask you a couple guys that he's behind in uh, ADP just for the match? Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, guys, he's behind in ADP. Jerry Judy. Those guys are pretty. I'll, I'll take Judy. Okay. Nah, I'll but take it's, more. it's real close, though. Traylon Burks. More Quentin Johnson can break. <laughs> Who Quentin, Quentin Johnson? Johnson. I, would, I would take DJ more over Quentin Jordan Addison. I would take I would take DJ more over Jordan Addison. Debo Samuel. I would take Debo. Christian Watson. I would take more over Watson. You, you missed one in there. Michael Pittman. Yeah. 
I would take Pittman. I know that. That's why I kind of skipped uh, it. That's why you skipped it. <laughs> um, here, here's here's an interesting one. Yeah. Would you rather have DJ Moore at 25 years old or Devontae Adams at 30 years old? Oh. That's tough, right? That these one are, is hard. That one's harder are, than I thought. I know. These are all guys ahead of DJ Moore, too. And that's and I think that's that, and I think that's a big thing, too, about DJ Moore that I've always been so big on is like, you, and you mentioned before, like, oh, well, people don't like the high-end wide receiver twos. And, like, I do think DJ Moore falls in that category of, like, a high-end wide receiver two with the potential to be a wide receiver one right. sneaky back he, end. He could be like Robert Woods was for a yeah. long time. And he produced, he was producing it so I'm, young. And I'm now cool he's if that is the expectation. Yeah. It's the people that think he's he can get into this upper echelon of wide receivers. That's where I have an issue. He sure. has a talent where he could get up there if he got the touchdowns and receiving yards. If he was better. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if he got all the touchdowns that he doesn't score and the, and all the yards that he doesn't he got get. Seven. It was a lot more it than was four. A lot more. This is so, like, this is the production isn't there sure. to warrant I, that kind of I think elevated he's consistent. kind of. I think he's consistent. Totally. I think he's young. Yeah. Um, I think the, he's in a much better offense. My interesting one, him or McLaurin. Like those are the guys that I see. DJ Moore. With. Right, but it's cool. the for me, it's Mc, close. McLaurin's actually a, a really good value if you have them that close because he's wide receiver 32 at pick 80. Okay. So yeah, because he's we, a really good value. Because we went out here and said McLaurin's a hard sell after <laughs> last year and his ADP <laughs> drop. Um, we told you. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a youth too. Like, he, he's just like a dynasty package, right? Like, you're getting somebody who's pretty consistent, a really solid receiver. The team just gave up a lot to get him. Um, Are you winning a championship with him as your wide receiver two? Yes, I think you could, but I think you feel a lot better if he's a wide receiver three, which is technically where you're drafting him right now, wide right. receiver 25. But then you trade which for Chris Godwin. Which is why I feel great about but him. But then you trade for Chris Godwin. Now. Sure. That's why I feel great about him now. Okay. So you guys aren't even arguing. No. Yeah. I thought this was going to be like gloves off. I wore this shirt. Because I, I knew that you were going to think I wanted to throw down, but I don't want to throw down. Both of you guys right take your shirts off at the same time, <laughs> and now I'm going to see four nipples. <laughs> We're back on the nipples. Oh, it's cold in here. <laughs> yeah, always. Yeah, right. my wife doesn't get it, but you know, she'll come around. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm a huge DJ Moore fan. Right. I, I always, I have so many shirts because I constantly trade for him. I'm just like, I'm, I'm going to consistently be the lowest out of the three of us. Sure, but I'm fine. But where, you're I'm in fine. a similar. I'm range fine now. where but, he's at. But Garrett mentioned you know where you were on Stefan Diggs before too, and now look where we got to get you. Where's Stefan Diggs? I don't know. Top right. five NFL receiver. All right, well, I think he's kind of overvalued right now. Well, he's guaranteed to be on the Bills for two years. We'll talk about it next show. Yeah. Well, let's talk about FFPC right now, though. I love FFPC. Yes. They are fantastic. Should stand for Never Folds Fantasy. Never Folds? <laughs> no. <laughs> FFPC stands for Never F Folds. For, no, forget folding. Yeah. Party. Party. Partake championships. There you go. Give me, give me five minutes to think about it. Yep. When I'm not talking dynasty, <laughs> I'll come with a great acronym for you. Uh, launched in 2010, over a thousand active leagues. You can look at $100 leagues. You can look, don't talk too loud if you're supposed to whisper. <laughs> totally, so, uh, totally up to terrible at whispering. Five thousand dollar leagues. Five thousand dollar leagues. Yeah, you can. I mean, I want to join a five thousand dollar. Imagine winning that. Oh my gosh. The only thing is like I want to join it with somebody, so it's really twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> so just join twenty five hundred dollars a week at that point. But it's nice to have out there, right? Like they have like can you imagine being like so you listen to the show and you're like, these guys like aren't as smart as me, which is totally incorrect. But you think that. Like you have an opportunity, like there's not a lot of places to go out there and play for that much money in Faithful One Dynasty. If you play for that, your take home 
if you win that league, could be close to like the average salary in America. Just from winning that league. Yeah, you're right. $50,000. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're, if you're playing a whole bunch of those leagues, please send me a, a Matt. whole bunch of those. <laughs> please send me a math of $2 million. We'll do this full time and we'll help For guide you, you to many yes. championships. And send me a half million. <laughs> Here comes cheap. Please. <laughs> Just let me in on this. No, but I don't think we talk about that as well about FFPC. Like, there's not a lot of opportunity out there to go play these high no. stake dynasty leagues where you could go join. Like, legitimate yeah. high stakes. Like, we talk about high stakes is like $300. No, they have like serious money on the table. And they have somebody else, they'll, they'll fill your spot. So, like, if you're like, dude, I joined this league, I did really bad, or like, I did really good. You'd be like, okay, I'm ready to dip. Like, yeah. See, it deuces. And that's what, and there's tons of orphans available. Sometimes you'll even get discounts on Not some of those many teams. More. Not anymore. Yeah, most of those are gobbled, those are gobbled up. But there's there's some bones you can pick at, you know, some of the scraps. Wish bones. Never, leftover. never fold fantasy leagues. FFPC. I call it the FFPC. I said the fantasy football party Dude, don't look too hard. Don't look too hard. It man. makes a lot of sense if you don't think about it. All right. Go to myffpc.com. Use promo code nerds for $25 off any entry. That's promo note. Pr- promo note. Pro- promo, promo code see? nerds at myffpc.com. We'll give you your money back for that at FFPC. Sorry about that. Just look it up on the dark web. <laughs> dark web. Dark web. Dark web. Okay. Um, next buy for me is going to be Deontay Johnson. What? Seems about, like you surprised yourself on that. Like no, it's just another. Well, again, I was Wait looking for like minute. value with the young guys. No, right? I like, love this one. With, I love this with production. One. Like I'm not going to say Sky more. And again, we're not talking about these veterans, but Deontay Johnson's, I mean, we, I've been talking now probably for like six months. Like I, I've casually said in the show, like, Ooh, is Deontay Johnson one of the best values in fantasy right now in yes. dynasty? And he is because just a year ago in 2021. So not a year ago, but a year and a half ago, mm. um, he was my receiver eight overall in PPR leagues. And right now he's going as like wide receiver 30, which is nuts. Like he's going as like a low end wide receiver three to wide receiver four. People are treating Deontay Johnson. And it's probably because of Kenny Pickett. It's probably because they, they, they got, they drafted George Pickens and everybody's talking about George Pickens. When Deontay Johnson, one of the best route runners in the league is that it's a true number one. I, I couldn't love this more. And typically we have like a correlation between the most targeted players in the league and the most fantasy points in the league. You look at a lot of the top names, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, CeeDee Lamb. Those are the top five. Wait, who's number six? Garrett with 147. Who's number six? Garrett Wilson and tied with him. <laughs> Deontay Johnson. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, oh, no. and, and right below him, Amon Ross St. Brown, AJ Brown. Like that, those things typically go in hand hand in hand. Those are some of the best receivers in the so league. So why are people so sad and now taking them as wide receiver 38? Because they're dumb. No, it's because <laughs> he, I like how you pronounce the B. He's about to call me Dumbo. Which Dumba. wouldn't be the first time I've been called that. There's this size, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You're mm-hmm. a mile away. Way, way to take me back to grade school, Garrett. Uh, yeah, I mean, zero touchdowns. The Ofer. He's Miles Sanders, 2021 as well. You know what I mean? And then what happened to Miles Sanders? Got a four-year contract. All of a sudden, he's stud muffin. People want him again. Yep. Well, not everybody. Um, he's actually a good buy. Yeah, he's a good buy. We talked about him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. So, you know, he <laughs> somebody comes it. in and he consistently, this is somebody before that averaged about seven touchdowns per year is what he was averaging uh, before getting the offer last year. If you took him and you just gave him his average last year, he's going to come in and finish right around like mid-range wide receiver two by just giving him seven touchdowns, which isn't, I know it's like, oh, yeah, give everybody seven touchdowns, but he's the number one receiver on this team. <laughs> and you, you mentioned, you, you mentioned touchdowns. about Justin Fields, like, 
Kenny Pickett's entering year two of this offense with a much better offensive line, a still crappy offensive coordinator, but maybe but it's you can the turn same around. One at least. But at least it's the same one. They have George Pickens to help uh, open things up, even though he's not going to get a lot of separation. They're bringing Allen Robinson uh, as well. They have Pat Firemuth. They're bringing a monster of Goliath uh, to hold the door, and that's Darnell Washington. Hold the door. Hold the door. So he's, a, he's somebody that comes out right now. He's got the youth. He's got the contract. He's going to give you over 10 points per game in fantasy football. Uh, fantasy f- football and he can be had for uh, like probably two, a couple seconds, like two, one of your center. And somebody really wants like Kendra Miller or a tight end on the board. If you're in tight end premium, like Deontay Johnson can be had. He's available. He's going as a wide receiver 38 and he's a, fantastic route runner he's super young he's on he's got a young quarterback to kind of grow the rapport with doesn't mean he's gonna be there long term but there's a chance Deontay Johnson gets re-signed again by the Pittsburgh Steelers I know everybody thinks this is a clear path to the George Pickens show I don't think that because I think you need a player like Deontay Johnson that can get open with route running and get separation that way it just all the cards didn't come together for Deontay yet last year they had a rookie quarterback and it takes time for those guys to develop. I know everybody thinks everybody's going to come in a rookie year and just blow the doors off. That's not the case. It takes time. They got to get better. And already, you know, if you read the Pittsburgh beat writers, a lot of those are, a lot of those people are predicting that Kenny Pickett takes a big step forward this year. And they, and honestly, even on the first OTA, people thought he was zipping the ball a little bit better already. It takes time for these guys to develop. He flashed. Deontay George. Johnson's the number one. He flashed. He flashed I mean, how many fourth uh, quarter comebacks did Deontay yeah. uh, Kenny Pickett have last year? He literally almost sent the Pittsburgh Steelers to the playoffs mm-hmm. last year. So for me, any chance, again, I'm always looking for these opportunities to get these guys that have a down year for any reason, whether it be injuries or something like this, where it pops up where no touchdowns and their fantasy production drops off. Miles, it made Miles Sanders a buy as well. You look for these um, outliers or these anomalies that come in there to find the dips in these receivers and you fall the ADP. And when you get a guy that was a wide receiver one just a year before, and now all of a sudden he fl- slips down so far, literally because he didn't score touchdowns, but he's still getting the same target share and you expect the offense to be better. That screams by to me. I felt this way for the last six months already about Deontay. And now that we finally have an opportunity to talk about wide receiver buys, I get to shout it into the microphone. Him and, ah! Chris, wow. and, and I like your guys' buys as well. But for me personally, Chris Godwin and Deontay Johnson are the number one and the number two buys in all of Dynasty at the receiver position. Where you know, I love Elijah's upside, and uh, and, and I and I love um yeah, mine was Moore. yeah, mine, I love TJ Moore. Mine was, ba- mine was based off price and you know, sure. upside, and that's all. And, and that's all, so that's much I don't remember who. <laughs> I just know I, I, so many Moores. Um, it's for nice me. Nice one, Skylar. <laughs> I mean, DJ Moore's always been a a, a, a buy a for fan me. favorite. But like I said before, like to get these guys in that twenty five to twenty seven range and find those windows, yeah. it's hard to come by. And guys that you know that have done it already. We talk about DJ Moore, what we believe we can do behind a wide receiver two. We're talking about two guys here that have been wide receiver ones already, and we know at the one position that it's easier to finish as a wide receiver one again outside the running back position. It's a receiver it's position. A receiver. So yep. love Deontay Johnson. We go. Got anything on Johnson? I mean, I, I, there wasn't a lot of meat left on that bone. Yeah, but. no, I mentioned the, the targets in the beginning. Right. That was that was the big thing for me that I just thought it was, I thought it was crazy how many targets he got. I don't see that number dipping. 147 I mean, targets. it's an absurd amount of targets. If he gets fed like that again, odds are he's going to creep up into those, you know, 
five, six, seven, eight touchdowns. Like he's going to be in that range. Just odds are he'll be there. So right. a guy that's that consistent, a better offense, all of that comes and that, together. And that's it's, a it's a great buy. I think he's going to take a, I mean, 147 targets, only 86 receptions. So there's got to be, I think, a little bit more consistency or, or a better turnover rate there um, next season to warrant that kind of targets again. Um, but I think he's a good enough player to do that. To show you how sneaky of a buy he is, I had somebody uh, that I was talking to the other day, and they were like, you know, what kind of receivers could I trade like my early second or late round first for like I'm, I'm trying to decide players I want somebody like safer a little more established who can I who can I trade to get and I talked about a couple guys I was like honestly one of the best buys right now is is Deontay Johnson he's like I forgot he existed like I, I literally <laughs> forgot he was there so like people have literally removed him so far from their mind that he's not even part of the equation for people anymore and he could easily be a wide receiver and ADP shows it easily Right. You know, the ADP shows it. it's why we it's to me, it's why ADP is so important. Mm-hmm. It's not because like it's a Bible of your draft guide. It just shows you where the value is. Mm-hmm. It shows you where the D value is too, where the sells I, is. There's I, value. I think he's sells. the number one guy. Like it, I had double checked with you to make sure you were doing him because <laughs> he needed to be talked about no matter what. Yeah. He, he was the first guy that was on my list. Mm-hmm. When we said, when we texted out, he was immediately the number one guy on my list because yep. he's a buy Matt. All right. So my next guy is, um, Jerry Judy, uh, right now going off the board, uh, the 60th player, so wide receiver 24. Oh, just turned 24 at the end of April, so it's another another one of these guys that's super young and kind of uh, kind of devalued a little bit, in, in my opinion. Uh, last year finished as wide receiver 26 in uh, PPR, and he basically missed three games. So it was like it was two full games and then another game where he only had one, one target, no catches. And – on top of that, kudos to the Broncos being their passing game last year was abysmal. Right. With Russell. Really Wilson. bad. Right, right. So he started really slow, obviously, with Russ yep. to, at the beginning of the year, finished very strong. Uh, weeks 13 through 17 for Judy. He was actually wide receiver nine uh, overall last year. And and he really started to get consistent uh, consistent, consistent looks and, and targets. So week, uh, week 13, 14, or no, 14, 15, 16, he got 9, 8, 10, and then week 17, another 8 looks. So that that that's kind of, you know, what I would expect kind of going forward because really at the same time he was establishing himself, I feel like Cortland Sutton was kind of throwing his hands up in the air and like him and Russ were like completely on the opposite he, he side was, of the He was ledger. injured also for a decent portion of that end of the season. Right. Um, so it's one of those things where, but even when he was playing and on the field, I feel like him and Russ did not click the way I thought that they were going to be clicking because mm-hmm. I, I thought it was going to be kind of a toss it up situation. And it was kind of, Russ wasn't looking his way. He was kind of like, what the hell's going on type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the Broncos went out and picked up, Judy's fifth year option. So he's there under, you know, under control for this year and next year, which I think is, is huge uh, for, for his dynasty value. Just to know that he's going to be there with Russ in, in this offense, uh, the Sean Payton offense, I think is nice. Um, And, you know, right now on the trade finder, a 2024 second round draft pick is all you got to pay for a guy like Judy, which is that's in super flex too. Which that's is, one league. Right. Right. I, I, obviously one league, but another, another trade I saw in, in PPR, Jerry Judy and Zay Jones for Derek Henry and a 20 and a 2024 fourth. Like 
Wow. What do you what are you giving up there? Like a, an old running back that who the heck knows a where you're getting? Thirty year old running back, right? Right, Screws exactly. And a fourth round draft pick to get Jerry Judy like that that to me is insane for a guy that's only twenty four year twenty four years old. And Sutton is coming up on the I think the uh, he's got one or two years left on his contract, but they can get out and get a, a ton of money back on the on the. Uh, and they're trying to get out. Right. I think it's 18 and $17 million uh, are his cap hits the next two seasons, and they can save 10 million bucks by cutting him at the end of next year. So another guy that is a very, a very similar situation, but even better than the Elijah Moore that I was talking about earlier, because he has got a path and has shown on this team that he can be the wide receiver one overall. And, and and as early as next season, I think he can be alone in that situation, along with some of these young guys, Tim, Tim Patrick, and obviously Mims that they just drafted here in the second mm-hmm. round. But Jerry Judy is by, by far and away the most talented out of those out of, out of the guys remaining, and Cortland Sutton, in my opinion, as well. So, it, uh, to me, it's just if you can get him at that any so anything close to a second round draft pick, you're stealing. But I'm I would be fine giving a first, a late first, yeah, a late yeah. first, anywhere anywhere from eight, nine, ten. And, and back, I'm. I feel great about that. If you trade. love Jordan Addison, you gotta love Jerry Judy, right? Like, I mean, Jerry Judy's a, a phenomenal route runner. Right. Um. You mentioned 2021, he had a high ankle sprain, so he was he missed time for there, so it wasn't really fair to him. He comes in last year with Ross with a terrible situation, but he still took advantage of that and came in and put up career high numbers, which is, I mean, his after it's, missing a year, his target share, his receptions, his touchdowns, all up. This is like a this was the normal career arc for a lot of wide receivers, not that long ago. You sure. know what I mean? Like five five seven years ago, this was how they developed, and it, it was year three where you were really looking for them to, to kind of turn it on, and he did. And some of the stuff that I didn't like about him in college, I, he's he's become more aggressive at the at the catch point. I, mm-hmm. I I think he's learned how to kind of work around some of the issues that I saw on tape in college, and kind of and and kind of get be more aggressive, which is hard, I think, for wide receivers. To do you a lot of times you either are or you aren't. Right. And I think he's kind of overcome a little bit of that and, and gotten better as a pro. And you know, on the head too, with that, you know, picking the fifth year option, guaranteeing him two years or whatsoever. I think that screams the right. I think two things. Uh, scree- three things really it screams right on the wall for Cortland Sutton. One, all the off-scene chatter about them trying to trade him. Right. You know, they, I know they said both, but like it was Cor- it was it was Cortland Sutton. Yeah. Um, the fact that he is they drafted Marvin Mims in the second round of this NFL draft to replace another big receiver to replace him, and like you said, two picking up Jerry Judy's fifth-year option. Well, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Mims will replace the big receiver. He's a smaller guy He's with speed. Small, yeah, the out. I meant to say the outside. Gotcha. Receivers. I meant to say. Um, I I'm totally fine with with drafting Judy. You guys did poo poo Sutton a lot, uh, which I get. If all everything being even, I would rather have Judy. He's solid. I'm not but for the poo-poo. price tag, I would much rather Sutton. Sutton's wide receiver fifty four. You get him at pick one forty two. So I've not had, knowing I've, who's like the established for sure wide receiver one. Listen, I've been play, I, I'd rather I, take I've been Sutton. playing that game and I've had Sutton on on, on yeah. lot of He's just extremely frustrating. To I have. disagree with that. I think. I don't think there is any confusion who the number one receiver is on this team because we'll the tar- see. You started the year before he was injured. Sutton was Sutton was the guy. The target shares would say later in the year that it was Jared Judy was the guy. And I think later that, when he was hurt, and I think when they pick up his option, I think he's the guy. I just we'll see. I mean, that could be true. We will. I'm see. just saying for the price tag, I would rather wait like eight rounds and and take Cortland Sutton personally. Yeah, but I mean, I feel there's like a lot of unknown. 
with him as well, like where he's going to go. But you never know, it could pan out. Corlin Sutton's a guy that I've, I I've, don't hate him. I've had on my roster yeah. since he was a rookie, and I've been incredibly frustrated. And to the point where I'm just like, I'm kind of, I kind of want to wash my yeah, hands. His, his injuries have been really, really frustrating. Um, he, I mean, just, he missed that entire year in 2020. I remember his missed more time. One of the worst things you can say about a guy is that, oh, he's got a ton of potential. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It just, yeah. it just means, sure. it means that he hasn't produced. I said his podcast was like three years ago. And I was like, dude, Cortland, I think Cortland Sutton's worth two first. Like, I remember that. I, remember I was like, show. I was like, I mean, look at him, the guy. He's a wide receiver one right. now. Like that, that's that's what you're looking for. Like immediate production from those high drafted like receivers. Like you look for that immediate production. You, for, like if you're a first round receiver, you want to put over 500 yards in a rookie year. Um, these are just like all these like sure analytic stats that you want sure. to come into and you want to produce right away. And, and Cortland Sutton did like right away. So like I said, his podcast like he's worth two first. Like he's a the future. You know, like. Just another time I was wrong. I liked him. I liked him as well. <laughs> well been there. It's just been, he's been Jay incredibly, <laughs> he's been incredibly frustrating to have on your team. Oh, I have him too. One. He's been very frustrating. Um, so I think I'm ready to just crown Judy the guy. Me right. too. And maybe, and I think he is the odds on favor. I don't want it to sound like, you know, Jerry, Jerry Judy should be drafted where he is. And I, and I do think he's a value. So I don't want it to sound like I don't think he's a value. I'm just saying. I'm not giving up on Cortland Sutton for that you, price tag. You wanted the you wanted like, the value is I mean going off of my buy like Chris Godwin is the there's another value when you talk about veterans to buy to Mike Evans. Sure, you know what I mean like he falls in that category of a good buy of a veteran guy, but we're not gonna mention those guys because we're not gonna come out here and say buy these guys are discounted superstars because you all know that's the way you play dynasty. Like all right, go buy the old guys. <laughs> You're a contender. Go buy the old guys. All right, last one here. It better be the last one. And. I'm going, I'm, I had like four or five different guys that I like tried to decide between. You like, know what I got all night? Let's get all five in. Let's, let's go. Let's do it, I, man. I had Amari Cooper as uh, one. Uh, yep, I, had like, all, I had all these different guys, but the, the one I ended up settling on is Jahan Dotson. And the reason I ended up settling on Jahan Dotson is... Do, his last name's Dotson. That's why. He loves him. Uh, <laughs> no, there were... It was. It's interesting looking at all of these first round wide receivers from last year because... What happened last year is all these guys were drafted in the first round, and the one that was kind of like the redheaded stepchild that got taken way later in drafts was Jahan Dotson, uh-huh. and he produced. He looked really good last year, put up a lot of touchdowns, all was touchdowns, constantly was open. Like he was just making plays. He had that that stretch in the middle where he was hurt, injured, but right. once he came back, he just went right back to it, just started scoring more touchdowns again, getting yards, getting open, all that kind of stuff. Touchdown only goal with. Tyler Heineke as a starting quarterback. Hey, 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 hey. We all like a good Heineken now. And now. Uh, yeah, I don't even think I said Heineken. his name right. Was it Tyler or Taylor? I think it's Taylor. I don't even think I got his name right. Don't don't worry about that. Don't fuss over the details. <laughs> don't fuss over that kind of don't stuff. T. Heineken. But after, pr- after proving that he's a legitimate playmaker, he's still all the way down as wide receiver 33. That's where you're getting him right now. A low end wide receiver three huh. that young. Now the rest Which is of the, the receivers rolling rock number 33, right? It is a rolling rock number. Heineken rolling rock. Wow. Yeah, this is, I'm, I smell a conspiracy. I think so. <laughs> it's a beer uh, conspiracy here. Jameson Williams, who James player who we like James. What? Interesting. What is going on around here? <laughs> uh, Drink. <laughs> who we didn't get to see anything from. When I, got the old Cooper Cup. when I drink, I can't see. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting wild. What <laughs> Garrett's crazy conspiracy theories. And then I gamble a bunch like Jameson oh, Williams. No. Lose all the monies. Oh my gosh. Uh, he's he's 
at wide receiver 26 uh, at pick 67. So he's 15 picks ahead of him. And we think he's going to be good, but we didn't see much. Right. Who else? Traylon Burks big, in big that same class mark, yeah. up at wide receiver 23. And then a lot of the guys that deserve to be higher, like Garrett Wilson, Olave, those guys, they're, they're up higher, obviously. And, and, and deservedly so. Right. But he produced, when he was healthy on the field, he produced just as good, if not better, than almost all of those guys. But he's still huge discount, still way cheaper than everybody else. And I think Sam Howell is a better quarterback than than Wentz and, and Heineke. Taylor. And, or Taylor. And, yeah. and stuff. even if he's not. Jacoby. Jacoby's <laughs> a very good, consistent quarterback that made Amari Cooper a wide receiver one last year. So I think the discount is still way too cheap. He's still a mid-round, first-round wide receiver in the NFL draft. I would love to get him there uh, where he's going. Dude, it's it's so easy. It's like doing the limbo under a seven-foot pole. You know, like, I got this. Got this. <laughs> no big deal. I mean, I'm not going to bend back. Don't even need to bend no, back. I think where he gets buried is, like, I think of all the reasons you mentioned. One, you got Terry McLaurin there already. So, like, that's, like, you mean it's like, oh, he's a wide receiver, too. And then a quarterback situation is so abysmal, people are like, oh, I'm just staying away from that sure. situation because it's, it's ugly. You know, it's like. It's what it is. So it's easy to fall. And you, I, I bet a lot of people even forget that he was a first round pick. I think they do. <laughs> so I think that hurts as well. And you got to remember those guys, their hit rate is at least 50, 50. So, and he's flashed enough that I feel like yeah. it's even better. I mean, I mean, you could, you could tweak, you could tweak the odds and make that even better. Uh, we're going to start tweaking guys. You take your shirt off. <laughs> I mean, no rules in my house. <laughs> Sorry. looks like a studio, but it's still my house. Uh, yeah, I mean, he put up seven touchdowns in only, what was it, like 10 games? Something ridiculous like that. Uh, had a few games over 100 yards. Uh, and his stretch of games towards the end, his target share just skyrocketed. Nine, six, nine, seven, four. Like, just the last one, four, obviously, isn't super great. But he still had 72 yards on those four. So he just produced and produced and produced uh, last year. And look at us giving you six young Wide receiver buys. Where everybody else is out there taking the easy road, telling you about these 28 plus. Not us. We don't want none of that. This isn't uh, an outlet ball. Come on. Get together. <laughs> want the good stuff. We're going get straight together. to the source. Yeah. So check them out. Buy them. Let us know if you get them. Send us some tweets. Let us know if you were able to uh, make some purchases. Tra- uh, trade calculator right now in Superflex League. Uh-huh. Jahan Dotson for Cedric. Tillman. Oh my goodness. Well, who's trade calculator? I mean, not trade calculator, our trade, trade browser. Finder. Yeah. Trade browser. Yeah. John wow. Dotson for Cedric, Cedric Tillman. Dude, Tillman. I can't believe you couldn't get uh, more for Tillman. <laughs> uh, DJ Moore? No. no. So that's it. We'll be back next week talking one quarterback and one tight end buy, one quarterback, one tight end uh, sell, and then I'll be in Ireland. Thanks for the couple people See that have already reached out to me that live out that way and like said, hey, I got some recommendations. Uh, I got a I got a path I'm going to go, but like if you live in Ireland, we can grab a pint. I'm hundred percent going to go to Sean's bar. It's the oldest bar in the world. I'm probably going to do a Twitter live there just because do it. I'm going to be recorded can. somewhere. I'm going to have a pint in the oldest bar in the world. So if anybody lives in Ireland, I'm I'll cheers. you. Sweet. Cheers. Yeah. I'll cheers. you. <laughs> High fives all around. Only if I'll they be, got 90 senior. I'll be wearing, yeah, I'll be worried. <laughs> I tell you what, if you live in Ireland and we're going to have a pint, I will just let me know ahead of time and tell me your size. I'll bring you a shirt. Wow! Look at that! Look at I'll pack guy. it to go. My wife's making me bring in the go bag, like a like a. Uh, I'm going to a wedding around there go too. Bag. So gonna, a to go bag. Go buy a whole new, like a man, like a man bag. No, like a uh, <laughs> carry on. No, I mean, uh, uh, what have the bags that you put under the plane? A doggy bag. No, they go on the plane. <laughs>
Not the carry-on. Uh, Give me a bag lady? I always bring a book bag. I don't I don't need a lot. Like I always bring oh, more clothes than I uh, need. What are those uh, the, the clutches? The yes, little clutch purses. Yes. So you're gonna make you bring a little clutch no, purse. Fanny, a fanny pack. Yeah. Fa- bag yeah. that goes under the plane. Check bags. Okay, all right. We were gonna we make knew it though. Dude, we, you, we just wanted you to buy we we it. Check yourself. We were gonna make you do it. All right. <laughs> I hate this place. Top of the morning to you. <laughs> Adios. <laughs>